When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, one, two, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So, this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already, then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time, (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. If you took 100 people, told them they were all going to die soon, mm-hmm. what do you think would be at the top of their bucket list, the majority of them? Uh, going on a trip. Travel is number one. Yes! That is the most popular thing on somebody's bucket list. Isn't that cool? Do you have to be dying to have a bucket list or can you just have a bucket list? No, I like to just have a bucket list. Yeah, Sam, I you mean, have one too? You have like a bucket list, like uh, things on there? I did one before I turned 30. So it was like all the things I wanted to do that I hadn't really done yet before. Did you I check 30. everything off? I did. Yeah, what kind of things are we talking about? Did you make it easy? You know, uh, go to the States and eat at an Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> have unlimited bread or whatever they have there? Some of them. Like I had skydiving on there. I had a lot of crazy things. Skydiving. I love that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, then I had like silly ones where it's like I had never had a bikini wax before. So I did that. Uh-huh. And, oh, okay, what that was, was scarier? Bucket list? <laughs> have a bikini <laughs> wax? What was more frightening? The bikini wax or jumping out of a plane oh, with a parachute? <laughs> Okay, wait. There's several different types of waxes you can do. Did you go French? Did you do... What's the French one? Is there a little in the shape of a beret? (laughs) Yes. So travel's number one. Mm -hmm. Financial success is number two. Yeah, sure. So you can travel. (laughs) I guess. Skydiving. Swimming with dolphins is number three. I have no need to swim with dolphins or go skydiving. I just don't need that. Swimming with dolphins is so cruel. Yes. I know they look so cute and it looks like they're smiling. They don't want to be caged up in some pen. No, no, they don't. Swimming with you so they can get another fish. Yeah. I did it once. Did you? Well, I was kind of, I was sort of pushed into it a little bit. Uh-huh. I was away with work and they kind of wanted us to do this experience so we could talk about it. Oh, okay. It just seemed wrong. If you could have a setup where dolphins could come in from the ocean, mm-hmm. come into this little area. Swim with you. Swim with you <laughs> yeah. by choice yeah. and do it for fish or whatever, you know, like bribe them a bit sure. to do the tricks. Sure. And then at the end of the day, they could be like, all right, sayonara, I'll see you in a bit. And then head back out <laughs> under the ocean. Yeah. I'd be cool with it. They get a lot of those dolphins by just taking them. Oh. Just watch the cove. Watch the cove. And you'll never want to swim with a dolphin again. No. That's what it did. That's one of the it things that did it for me, me after. That that is fourth on the bucket list. Because to me, I feel like that should be more universally known that that's just wrong. Family things comes in next, uh, like watching your kids get married. 
You know, oh, that'd yeah. be something if my kids end up getting married, I would hate to miss out on. You're going to walk your girls down the well, aisle. I hope I'll have a chance to do that. Aww. Writing a book. <laughs> Making up with estranged family members. Oh, that's is important. a tie there. Yeah. And uh, achieving career success is also so, on this list. People would rather swim with dolphins than make up with an estranged family yeah. member. Wow. And also, <laughs> bikini wax didn't make the list. <laughs> yeah. That, Sorry, Sam. That's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got 40 keys of opium to get past border security, Tucker. How are you going to do it? Mm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, if I had to do it just once... I do it by water. By water? Well, if I had to get it to the United States, for oh, example. Oh, you take I'd a go, boat. I'd take a boat and I would, uh, I'd find a way to kind of hide it on the United States side. Yes. And I'd do that at night. Uh-huh. In an area like a thousand islands or where the rivers, you know, the border's quite close. Okay. And then I would cross <laughs> the border uh-huh. the next day. And I'd go retrieve my item and bring it to its destination. Ah. But if I had to send it further, I don't know what I would do. Why don't more people like do underwater? It's slow. Like if you could be, yeah. if you could scuba dive a package. You could. Across a border. Sure you could, yeah. That would be the way to do it. Yeah, then you're not even seen <laughs> because yeah, they might have drones in the air right? that are picking stuff up, yeah. but you could easily, I mean, you think about, <laughs> uh, you know, there's lots of places in Canada where the border is very close and mm-hmm. it's just a little thin body of water to get under. I bring this up because border security at Pearson just intercepted two shipments of opium that were landing in Toronto from Iraq and it was 40 kilos of opium stuffed into a water heater. A water heater. Now, that, eh? that, I don't know if that's the best way to get it back past border security. Opium, by the way, is used to make heroin, okay? One of these shipments actually made it past border security, but it appears that they did that on purpose so that police could follow these guys mm-hmm. and figure out where they were going with this shipment, and then they arrested them when they got to their destination, which, by the way, was in Mississippi. Saga. Three men have been arrested on drug trafficking charges. Well, you know, good plan because uh, I always buy my water heaters from Iraq. Oh, do you? I mean, isn't it? Is, doesn't everybody? Uh, yeah. You need a, great pricing. Yes. Yeah. Shipping's a little expensive. <laughs> have you ever dreamed you were doing something only to wake up and find out that you actually did that sure. thing in your sleep? I did a lot of that through my teenage years. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> You peed. You peed the bed, no, didn't you? No, I made love to lots of lovely oh. women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was I didn't really want in... to get into the details. I thought it was pretty obvious. But uh, no, I was I going in a different direction there. I need to paint that picture a little brighter oh, for you. Oh, you made love. That's only <laughs> happened to me once or twice where I woke up and I was like, wow. Yeah. I just had a full-on session with Brad Pitt and it was as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, it happened to somebody and they went to emergency because of it. A woman in San Diego had a dream that her and her fiance were on this train trying to fight some bad guys and they were coming after them. And her fiance was like, quick, swallow your engagement ring so they don't steal it. And when she woke up, 
Lo and behold, she actually swallowed her engagement <laughs> ring while sleeping, thinking this was happening in real life. Yeah. And uh, she could feel it in her stomach. It was painful, so they went to emerge, and she had to have it surgically removed. I was really happy because I don't know if I'd ever be able to look at it and appreciate it in the same way if I had had to search for it. I feel very <laughs> grateful. That- <laughs> I was really happy. Didn't she just say that she's happy she had to have surgery to have it removed? Because if she had to go through her own waist to find the yes, ring, yes. it would have tarnished the... Yeah. Well, not f- maybe physically, but also <laughs> it would have just ruined it for her. This is like out of a movie, and it involves Canadians and spies and... A lot of Canadians are up to no good, Maura. What do you mean? Okay, so I don't know if you've been following the story. There's a guy named Cameron Ortis, and he was a civilian employee of the RCMP, it looks like. What does that even mean, a civilian employee? He wasn't a cop. Like, if you, let's say you work for uh, the Toronto, uh, you're a civilian employee with Toronto Police. Maybe you work at the front desk. Ah. But you're not a cop. Okay. You just work for them. Okay. But anyway, this guy had access to all this information, and he was caught trying to sell it. Yikes. And this information, apparently was so important that it would have, according to the RCMP, caused devastating damage to Canada and its allies. Like some really hardcore secrets. Like what? Among the most secret of the secrets <laughs> that we have in our country. Them? He was trying to sell to anyone who is interested in buying them. Wow. Allegedly. Wow. This guy was arrested. God. How did they intercept the secret sale? Well, yes, it, this is crazy because this is involves other Canadians who are up to no good. There was this company based out of Vancouver okay. and they were selling what they were calling phantom phones. So this would be a phone that they could sell to a drug lord or to a terrorist or to anyone who's really bad mm-hmm. and it would allow for Absolute security and encrypted um, communications. So no one can trace your calls kind of thing? No one could trace the calls or find out what they're talking about because there was a series of servers and encryption software and all this stuff. So they'd sell a phone to someone. They'd say, all right, here's your phone. It's going to cost you $4,000 a year, but all your communications will be absolutely secret. Off grid. Exactly. $4,000, that sounds pretty good. I'm surprised more of us just don't get that phone because we're worried about our... You know, Facebook reading sure. our messages. When you like sign up for the iPhone 10, wasn't it about $4,000 a year once you added up all your monthly charges? Yes. Yeah, so for $4,000 a year, and there was uh, apparently this company was making like $80 million or something selling all these phones because there's thousands and thousands of, of them out there. The only way to get one of these phones uh-huh. is you had to have a bad guy vouch for you. <laughs> like, I couldn't just call up this company and right. be like, hey, can you give me a phantom phone? What I need to have a for? referral. Yeah, I need to have some bad dude come up and say, hey, that Tucker guy, he's okay. He's in I know him. He's the in the club. club. Yeah, okay. exactly. So I guess the guy who is charged with trying to sell these secrets contacted the head of this company. Yeah. He probably knew about it because he had all the secrets of all these operations that were going on. And he uh, contacted him and said, hey, I got some information that some of your clients might find extremely valuable. 
And because there was this whole like FBI investigation into this other company, they discovered the email exchange. They started investigating him and then they were able to, you know, put it all together. They arrested him? They arrested him. They said that the information this guy had access to was so vital to Canada's national security that the country's intelligence agencies say its misuse strikes at the heart of Canada's sovereignty and security. What? Like, what the hell do we know? What are the, why are they giving civilian employees access to that kind of information at the RCMP? Yeah. You know? And I have to say, pretty brave of the guy to try to sell the secrets, because I don't know about you, but in the movies, when you try to sell something to the bad guys, they chop your hand off and take whatever you were trying to sell anyways. <laughs> You don't walk away with cash. It's not like a, a clean deal. All that information's deal. in this thumb drive right here. Yeah. And you know, if you when, take it away from me, I'll have nothing, and you'll be able to do whatever you want with me. Exactly. Look, I'm pretty sure this guy, oh, I'm hoping he would have been a little smarter than... Mm, I think when you do the briefcase swap... Yeah, you're dead. Your briefcase <laughs> is filled with something that's going to kill you. Yeah. You know? That's what yeah. I've learned from the movies. So you get nothing out of it. What is Justin Trudeau up to? What? Yeah, this, I want to know we these to? secrets. Yeah. I wouldn't want that information if it literally is what they say it is. Oh, it was probably not Devastating damage to Canada and its allies mm. if this information got out uh, there. It was probably nothing. It was probably like the recipe for beaver tails. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing important, uh, right? What's going on here in Canada? Really? Nothing. Got a text from Lindsay at 1-800-953-2464. She says, I'm shy, but I want to hear more about Mora's open relationships. Oh! <laughs> I love that it's pluralized now. <laughs> it was one open relationship. Are you sure? Yes. Because where there's one, there's usually more. <laughs> yeah, it was one open relationship uh, back in university when I lived in Montreal. Mm. I dated a guy. We were pretty serious and obviously very open with each other. And at one point, he said that he had always been curious about experimenting with men. And I said, well, you should experiment with men then. Who are you to stop him? Who am I to stop To figure you? out who he is. Exactly. Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. How long had you guys been together before that came up? Um... Oh, that's a really good. Probably a year. Okay, probably about a year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we were. It was one of those relationships where it's just great, super honest and open. And I love that he felt like he could say that to me, and that I wouldn't be like, <gasps> "What?" Yeah, you know. And now he's gone on to marry a woman and have a couple of kids. Uh huh. And I'm not sure if he's still in an open relationship or not. But I'm really glad that I let him experiment, and he did. And did he ever experiment with you being there? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. yes, but I was not involved. I was just kind of like, okay, this is happening. And then I left. Because oh. it was actually, it ended up his first experimentation, which I also think was really cool, was with a friend. And so it just sort of spontaneously started happening. Yes. You were there and you're like, and every, I'm just going to go for actually, a year and leave. Everybody, there was a, a bunch of people in a room and uh, it was kind of like, okay, I think we're going to leave these two alone mm. now. Yeah. Would your answer have been different if he wanted to experiment with other women? 
Um, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I don't think so. But with okay. men, it was okay. I really felt like if he needed to do that, that he should do that. But you've uh, you have said on the air before uh, mm-hmm. that you would be okay with the idea of an open relationship if your husband was okay with it as well. And that's probably the reason why you're not in an open relationship. Right, because I don't think he'd be okay with it. But yeah. I really like Will Smith and his wife. Uh, is it Jada? Jada think, Pinkett? Yeah, Smith? I love their... They're apparently in an open relationship. I don't know if they've ever used the open relationship card to do something. Uh, you think they're in an open relationship? Is they it based are. on the comment she said, which is if he wants to cheat, he can cheat and whatever. No, they are openly okay. in an open relationship, but they, because they believe that uh, marriage shouldn't fall apart because somebody is lusting after someone mm. else and that you should go get that out of your system and realize mm. that what you have over here is actually deeper than lust. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Ever tell you I was in an open relationship? (laughs) You were not. What are you doing later? (laughs) (laughs) The game we're playing this morning is called what, Mora? It's called Crash or Cruise, Tucker. As we look at some of the most dangerous songs in the world to be listening to while driving a vehicle. Mm. And who are we playing with? Sam, who do we have on what line? Kathy on line... So researchers just did a whole huge study and they were looking at the music people were listening to while driving their car and they were witnessing how they were driving Mm -hmm. and how many dangerous maneuvers they were doing based on the music they were listening to and they figured something out. The music has to influence your driving for sure. Yeah, but it's not exactly what you think it is. Oh, really? And so I'm not going to tell you what they figured out because I want you to see if you can figure it out as we play this game. Okay. I'm going to play two songs, okay? And you need to tell us which is the song that is most likely going to cause you to crash versus cruise. So okay, one, Kathy? So- one song will be great for cruising. One song oh. will be great for crashing. <laughs> Okay. Including the song that they consider to be the most dangerous. Okay. And I'll do a little tester here. Okay, so Mora. Yes. I'll uh, play with you here. Song number one. Mm -hmm. You got those chain smokers, okay? Or you got Mo Money, Mo Problems. One song is going to cause you to crash. One song is going to cause you to cruise. Okay. Which one is it going to be? I'm going to go with the Chainsmokers as being the crash song and Biggie being the cruise song. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Now, Kathy, it's your turn. Two out of three right in order to win. Song number one for you. Miley Cyrus, right? Party in the USA. Moving my hips like, yeah. Okay. Love it. Or how about Gwen Stefani? Hollaback Girl. Two songs that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Big hit songs for the artists. Okay, one of those songs more likely to cause you to crash. The other, great for cruising. What do you think, Kathy? I say number two, Gwen Stefani. Is the crash song? Is a crash song. Oh, I wish you'd gone the other way. You're wrong. 
Party in the USA is the Crash song. And Gwen Stefani's the Cruise song. Yeah, right? Ah, huh, okay. Hey. I would have gone the same way Kathy went, but let's try another. Uh, okay. We need to get this one right. We do. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And me. La, 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 la. Now, this is going to blow your mind when I t- pick the second song. Because it's also from Taylor Swift. Uh-oh. And you need to calm down. One of those songs is more likely to cause you to crash. And one is better for cruising. This is hard, Which Tucker. is the crash and which is the cruise? <laughs> I know, it's a really hard game. Kathy, what do you think? I'm going to say number two is going to make you crash. You sure you want to go with that answer? Final answer? Um, final answer? Number two, it's going to make you crash. Okay, well, you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, listening to Taylor Swift, me, is going to be more dangerous for you than listening to You Need to Calm Down. Right, because You Need to Calm Down is a better song. (laughs) And the other one, not as good, more likely to crash because you're sick of hearing it. Yeah. I think we should just keep trying. Let's keep just trying, keep, girl. Keep trying? Okay. Give well, us another. This. I'll try and make this as easy as possible for you. Okay. Okay. For the win. Because this game is almost too difficult. Mm-hmm. Song number one. Don't want to be an American idiot. Green Day. An American Idiot. Or... And Murray. <laughs> Shadows in the Moonlight. Oh, this, now, is, this is your jam. This is obviously my favorite song in the world, right? <laughs> one of those songs is more likely to cause you to crash. In fact, one of those songs was considered to be the most dangerous song to be listening to, period. What do you Top think, the Kathy? list in this study. He's got to be making it easy for one you. One of these is uh, better for cruising. I'm going to say one is going to make you cry. Green Day. You are right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they figured out? What? You want to know what the defining factor is between all those songs? Is that songs that have a tempo of 120 beats per minute or higher are more likely to cause you to drive faster and more recklessly. Okay. Way more lane changes. Higher speeds as well. Yeah, because you're in a music video in your head, right? And this morning we're playing a game called what, Mara? Monster Truck Name or Totally Lame? (laughs) All right, there's the uh, (laughs) name of the game. That's right. Oh, you took my thing off. Yeah, okay, I thought, I thought I had the special Mora effects now. there. No. Uh, okay. We're going to say good morning to Corey. Is that line three there, Sam? Okay, Corey. Mora's going to explain how to play the game. You know how monster trucks have interesting names? I'm going to give yeah. you a bunch of monster truck names, and you have to guess whether it's a real monster truck name or totally lame, meaning I just made it up, okay? Sounds good. You gotta get seven out of ten right <laughs> seven to win. Seven out of ten! <laughs> this is the game that is never gonna end, I have a feeling. That's right! Okay, let me put you into mode here. That's right! <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Mora, what do you have for us? Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Scooby Doo! Scooby-Doo, everybody! 
monster truck name or totally lame, Corey? I think it's a monster truck name. You're right, Corey. Oh, yeah. You're right, buddy. You just got to get 10 more right to win. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mora, yeah. what's next? Ladies and gentlemen, in the center ring, it's your mom. Your mom. Your mom is the monster truck. I think totally lame. You're right, Corey. Although oh, it is a good, yeah. good monster truck name, though, eh? Your name is a good monster truck name? Your mom! Oh, your mom? I mean, sorry? Yeah. Uh. You know, your mom. <laughs> I can't this, take you seriously. Is this microphone too weird? <laughs> okay, what do you have next for us? Okay. In the center ring, Corey, it's El Toro Loco. El Toro Loco, is that a monster truck name or totally lame? I think it's a monster truck name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three for three here. You're too Mars. good at this game, Corey. You're ruining it for me. Okay, I'll make a mistake on purpose. <laughs> no, you do your best, Corey. We don't want you to throw in the towel. Now, give it up for La Swagator. In the center ring, it's Le Swagator. Le Swagator. <laughs> I think it's a monster truck. He's, he's giving it all. He's doing that just for you, Mora. Is that a monster truck name or totally You're lame? Wrong, Corey. Is that a monster truck? No. Oh. Wow. See? Oh, oh yes. I mean, he got it wrong. You got it wrong. No. <sighs> You don't like this game, eh? <laughs> Mora, what's next? Corey, in the center ring, it's Le Smushomatic. <laughs> the Smushomatic. The Smushomatic. Now, Corey, I know this is going to be tough. Is that a monster truck name or totally lame? I'm totally thrown off. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a monster truck name. Wow. Come on. You're wrong on that one. That's totally oh, really? lame. Maura made that up. Made that up. She's so good. <laughs> She's so good. Thank you, Corey. This game is the worst. Okay, now start trying for real, Corey, again. Okay, here okay. we go. We don't want you to lose because you're trying to make Mora feel better. Keep in mind, you're playing for 649 tickets, $100 worth to get that 649 feeling, and four tickets to Monster Jam. You'll beat the box office for the show coming to First Ontario Centre, April 17th to 19th, 2020. Is this, is this one for the win? No. Okay. He needs, I think he still needs like four more. <laughs> or why don't we just say it's for the win? It's for the win, Corey. <laughs> okay. In the center ring, it's the Hurt Locker. Oh! Give it up for the Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. <laughs> Is that a lame. monster truck name or totally lame? It sounds lame. You're going to say totally lame? It's lame. Yeah, yes. there you go. Oh, yay! <laughs> yay! Good job, Corey. Thank you. Hurt Locker, of course, was a great movie. Yeah. The Hurt Locker is a good name for a monster truck, isn't it? The Hurt Locker, the yeah. The Hurt Locker. Better than your mom and the <laughs> Schmushomatic. The Schmushomatic. <laughs>
Hey, congratulations, Corey. Thanks for playing Thank this you. morning. Appreciate it. Good work, Corey. Thank you. I'll tell you, Justin Trudeau is at it again. How is it that a guy who speaks into microphones almost every single day is so bad speaking into microphones? <laughs> what did it's he crazy. do? You remember uh, Trudeau at the Raptors parade party, mm-hmm. right? And how he was screaming at everybody. We want them to do it again next year! <laughs> Merci tout le monde! Go Raptors! Okay. Uh-huh. Are you uh-huh. ready for this? This is uh, Justin Trudeau at the <laughs> Bianca rally. How about that, Bianca and rescue? <laughs> I like his enthusiasm, Tucker. I Hello, mean, Canada. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> he's always yelling at me. Yeah, I don't, like, what did I do wrong? He's got a good yelling voice, for sure. Thank you, Mississauga. <laughs> Thank you, Canada, but mostly... Thank you, Bianca! (laughs) He likes to yell. Thank you so much for having me here today! I just love when he gives the mic back to whoever's hosting it, and they just go into their normal thing right after he's been yelling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. How about that, Bianca and rescue? Like, you could almost see the veins popping out of his head listening to that. (laughs) He's excited. let's go to Bianca and see how she does handling a microphone. Now, she's a professional tennis player. Mm -hmm. She's not used to this. Mm -hmm. If I can do it, if Serena can do it, if Roger can do it, if the Raptors can do it, so can you. If the Raptors can do it, so can you! (laughs) She sounds totally fine. She's totally fine. I think it actually would have been better if she would have yelled it. (laughs) If the Raptors can do it, so can you! (laughs) Justin, you're at a 10. We need you at a 6 right now. It's too much. Could you imagine how wet that microphone would have been oh, right after Justin yeah. used it? Yeah, you would have had to hose the whole You'd thing like, down. Oh, I just got Trudeau'd. Look at this thing. <laughs> Soggy microphone. He's lost his voice oh, today. You know why? If his voice is a bit hoarse this morning. The upside is if he doesn't get elected, I think I know what he can do. Work at an old folks home. Would you like some more pudding, Mr. Stevens? <laughs> I said we have pudding! <laughs> the perfect job. Yeah. Okay, so what's the worst Wednesdays where we want to hear about those minor inconveniences that are the worst? They're the worst. Ron, what's the worst? I don't know if I can say this on the air or not, but... Okay, you know give it a try. Is? You know what the worst is? When you can't get the condom package open, and it's too late. And then it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. It's the worst. It's the worst. Oh, man. I, I hear you say that, and it just makes me so happy that I'm in a committed relationship with somebody, and also that I've had a vasectomy. <laughs> Those days, buddy, are behind me. Right. Okay. I hope. Are you a single guy? Uh, No. Just talking about past experience. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've Perfect. been there. We've all oh, been there. I've been on yeah. the other side. I usually think it's me. It's something I did. <laughs> yeah. It's the packaging. 
That's right. It's the bad packaging. I don't know why condom companies haven't copied the same template that the um, chicken wing wipe companies uh, yes. have done. Where they have yes. the full indentation on the side uh-huh. to make it super easy to just rip that top part off. Because it's funny when you guys are panicking. Just give me a I second. Almost got it. <laughs> almost got it. Oh, yeah, almost got it. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you for everything you do. Aww, Thank you for thank calling you. in. Take care now. Like, when's the last time you were eating chicken wings? You had one of those moist <laughs> towelette things they give you, and you had a problem opening it. Only, Never. Only if my hands are like covered in chicken wings. Even sauce. then, it's way easier mm-hmm. than a uh, condom package. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what's the worst? I feel like the worst thing in the world is when you drop your canned beans on the floor. You mean if it's open? Yeah, it's like an open can and you're just eating it out of the can once you heat it up and then you drop them on the floor. Ah! So you have to make a new one. You were trying to make life simple by eating it right out of the can and now you exactly. got a mess to clean up. Exactly. It's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. Yikes. And how are you heating up these beans in a can? All you got to do is just put it on the stove yeah. and heat it up. You know what else would be the worst? What? If that can of beans landed on your foot. <laughs> That's the worst. That would be the worst, yeah. We just got a text at one 800 2464 from Dylan. When you reheat food in the microwave and the plate is hot, but the first bite of the food is still cold. Oh, the worst. It's the worst, he says. <sighs> He's right. It's the yeah. worst. Soup in a bowl. All you're doing is heating the bowl. Yeah. Jeremy, what is the worst? When you pay for a gym membership year after year, but never go. The worst. (laughs) The worst. It's the worst. You're just throwing away money. But if you cancel it, then you know you're never going to (laughs) go. So how are you looking these days? (laughs) The worst. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Better start going to the gym. (laughs) Take it easy. Take care. There you go. What's the worst Wednesdays? Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be a thing. I think so. Appreciate all the calls and texts at 1-800-953-2464. Billy Baldwin! Hey. Billy Baldwin is here! Billy Baldwin is amazing. Wow. Yeah. You know, the last time we were talking to you, you were promoting an event up in Muskoka, and you're here today to talk about something that's happening uh, right here in downtown Toronto, uh, more or less, and... Uh, what is it about uh, charity events around <laughs> Toronto that keeps getting you back you for know, more? Canada and in, in general and Toronto in you know, in particular is kind of like my home away from home. My mother is French-Canadian, and uh, but not born. My mother was born right over the border in upstate New York. Um, but my family has some Canadian roots, and I love it here. I come here all the time from, from coast to coast. I've been filming here over the last 25 years or so. I've filmed in... From Saint from Saint Andrews all the way out to uh, to Vancouver. So, do you have like a favorite place that you like to stay at when you're in town, or a favorite restaurant you like to go to? Well, uh, my favorite restaurant used to be, and I haven't been there in a while, is uh, Soto Soto. Yes, and I I used to have the most amazing date. I've been with my wife 28 years, and I used to go there with her a lot on dates before we got married. We just had our 24th anniversary, and we used to go on dates when I was up here working, doing my Hollywood thing, my movie thing up here. Love that restaurant. Is your picture on yeah. the wall? You go into Soto Soto, and there's a lot of pictures on the wall of celebrities. That it have should gone. be. I'm it a huge, gigantic better be. Now. It better be. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that you're married to... Whoa. 
China Phillips. For 24 years now? Doesn't sound like you really forgot as he cued her, her biggest hit. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> right on cue. Yeah, that's you didn't point. have to search doesn't, for it. Doesn't sound like you forgot no, anything. I, mean, I was refreshing my memory of, uh, you know, of just uh, your connections and everything. And I thought to myself, like, you're just... Your whole life, you've constantly been surrounded by other famous people. Whether it's your wife or brothers or, or you know, nieces and that kind of thing. And I wonder, like... Isn't it more easier to be famous just on your own without having other famous people around you? Isn't there always sort of... I that- love that fade out right there, too. That was beautiful. <laughs> if you look at my children at their celebrity family tree, I mean, their mother's China Phillips, their father's Billy Baldwin, their uncle's Alec Baldwin, their aunt is Kim Basinger, their cousin is married to Justin Bieber. Like, how do you it's compete like with that? It's total insanity. Yeah. It's total, total insanity. But wouldn't life be easier if there, none of those people were there except for just you? <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, these people, Honestly, but not famous and not in the entertainment business. I could live with that. Yeah? Yeah. Is it Everybody too much? except China. I want to keep her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was a time in Hollywood when I said, geez, four Baldwin brothers in the business at the same time. I was like... That line, what's that famous line? This, this town ain't big enough for the four of us. Yeah, I could have used to, you know, to knock off you know, one or two of them at some sure. point. Sure, yeah, probably Alec first because that would have created. He he glommed onto all the great work. I mean, if I might have been in Hunt for Red October, who knows? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he stole it from you. Yeah. Damn him, son of a. Oh, yeah. Prostate Cancer Canada, by the way. Yeah, let's talk about this event that's coming up. It's the Celebrity Battle of the Barbecue. Now, there's a bunch of things that are going to be going on this coming weekend, but Saturday night is the event we want to uh, stress here. It's your chance to watch Billy Baldwin do what he's not known to do, which is cook and barbecue. And uh, you're going to be there with some celebrity judges, and you're going to be at this like super exclusive uh, estate, if you will, in the bridal path. So you get to go to a barbecue with Billy Baldwin on the bridal path? Yeah. And you get to, you just, all you have to do is buy a ticket. You go, you're going to eat, you're going to see celebrity chefs do their thing, and then other celebrities that aren't necessarily associated with food. We should mm. mention that all of this is to raise money for prostate cancer research. And, uh, you know, you can get your tickets if you want to see all these celebrities do their thing. Prostatecancer.ca slash barbecue ticks. B-B-Q-T-I-X. And uh, obviously, prostate cancer, there's not many people that don't know somebody that has been affected by that. What some people don't know is that this month is Prostate uh, Cancer Awareness Month. And what a lot of people don't know is that one in seven men are diagnosed with prostate cancer. It's as prevalent as breast cancer. Billy Baldwin's hanging out with us this morning. We have to ask, can you confirm or deny that you have a wedding coming up in just over a week? Oh. Yes, I'm going. I'm heading down there. Okay, yeah, just I, wanted to check. I made the cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's all going down. I mean, I don't need to be, you know, super secretive about it anymore. They're already married. This isn't their, their wedding. Mm. It's like this is a friends and family event. Yeah, they never had uh, a reception, so they're going to have a reception. I made the cut. Whew. So <laughs> hard to tell so, with your family, yeah. did I noticed you didn't make the cut for the celebrity roast, although I'm sure they asked no, you to I show up. No, I did make the cut for that. Yeah. Trust me. There was, I, okay. I couldn't make it. Hilaria didn't do it. My brothers didn't do it. Um, yeah, he, he had a, a kind of a fun lineup there, but, uh, he was, he was flying. So the only member of the family I think that did it was Ireland. I yeah. haven't seen it yet, but I think Ireland. Ireland had some great lines. Do you want to hear what a couple of them were? Did, did you, you hear you cue that or are you going to? I can cue that. <laughs> okay. Ireland, uh, who is Alec Baldwin's, is it her, his, his firstborn? His daughter with Kim. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the way, they announced yesterday on social media they're having another baby. They're having their fifth really? child. Oh, that's insane. That's not good. I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this is. You already said there was too many Baldwin's. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's Ireland roasting Alec. Hi, Dad. I'm Ireland. <laughs> have a lot in common with the people on this roast because like them I don't really know you that well either <laughs> well a lot of people know my dad as that guy from the Mission Impossible movies or that guy from 30 Rock I know him as that guy from like half of my birthday parties <laughs> by the way Mission Impossible is what I call getting my dad to apologize <laughs> you, you didn't need to be there Ireland took care of it <laughs> she was great <laughs> I was feeding them some lines for me in case I was able to do it, but I couldn't work it out my schedule. I was Aww. just saying, people come up to me recently on the street, and they're like, man, I loved you. You're just so, uh, come on, man. Squid in the Whale and Internal Affairs and Backdraft and <laughs> Sharon Stone and Sliver. And But I got to say, as much of a fan as I am of yours and your whole family, your father on 30 Rock is unbelievable, man. I mean, your father <laughs> is funny. like, no disrespect, I love you too, but your father's amazing. Billy Baldwin! Yes! Thank you very much for coming by. We appreciate it. I just got a video from our producer, Bungus. You did? Yeah, he just said, I asked him if he uh, rented a convertible. He's in uh, France now. Okay. Driving to the south of France as we speak. And uh, the question I asked him, I was curious, is if he hooked up with anyone on the plane. Right. What do you think? Our producer, Bundus, who legendarily <laughs> He's a legend. made out with six different women <laughs> in Miami while away for a long weekend bachelor party. A long weekend? Six women? Six different women. That's amazing. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, On the overnight to France... Was he seated next to... Imagine being that woman in the seat next to Bundus on the plane. How annoying that would be. (laughs) I'm just like constantly trying to pick you up. Uh, He's he's not aggressive either. I think the women just gravitate towards him. He's very charming and very attractive. I'm going to say yes, he had a makeout sesh with a a woman. He's, yeah, he's a member of the Mile High Club. Well, you are wrong. So far... He's uh, been on the ground for probably about six hours and zero uh, interactions, so, zero uh, hookups. He's a hit in Miami, <laughs> but in France, they see through that crap right away. You think that's what it is? Well, it makes me wonder, is Bundus still hot in France? Because huh. you know how sometimes you can do better in another country? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could see that. Like yeah. Australians killing it in Canada. Oh, if you're Australian, accent. you know you kill it in Canada. Yeah. We are obsessed with Australians. Um, yeah, like, five out of ten in Canada. Throwing in an Australian accent, it's instantly a seven out of ten. Yes. That brings you up two points. That brings you up a full two, maybe yeah. even three. Irish Irish people do really well in Canada, too. You get that Irish accent going, and everyone's like, my God. So what do you think? That Bundes <laughs> goes to France and they're all like, this is a disgusting man from Canada. <laughs> grotesque. He repulses me. I can't understand how anyone would find him attractive. <laughs> well, listen. The let's, worst French let's accent of, Let's ever. think this through for a second. Okay. okay. He normally leans heavily on the Corvette, which he doesn't have down there. Yeah, yeah. So he's in some rental. He's in a crappy rental car. It doesn't look crappy, though. Oh, he took a picture of it? Yeah, he sent me a video. I don't know the logo, so it looks like it could be fancy. Oh, go figure. He rented a fancy car. I don't know. And it's a, it's a sunroof, not a convertible, from what I can tell. It looks like a fancy car. So I went to Brazil many mm-hmm. years ago, and my pasty skin 
was a huge hit there. I was like exotic to them. People were honking their horns at me when I was walking down the yeah. street. They loved it. Ah, so your charm is greater in Brazil, Brazil <laughs> than it is in Canada because yeah. everyone's so tan. Everyone's tan to Brazil. Yeah. When they see me, I'm like a foreign forbidden fruit. Yeah. Delicious. And your blonde hair would be probably in demand in some countries as well. Is there a country that you're hotter in? I don't know, but I, I could think. I mean, I feel like I would do well in Russia. Why? Or like Eastern Europe. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like. Why? I just do. I, it's just a gut feeling. Yeah, you do well. The ladies would love you in Russia. And they'd be like, oh, who's this Canadian man is so attractive. I can't that even do the, Eastern European that's either. That's the worst accent. <laughs> Don't even know what that is. Uh, so I wonder, yeah, I wonder if Bundes is like, if France is his kryptonite. It could be his kryptonite. You know, he's got, he loses all powers when he travels overseas. That would be great. Wouldn't that just be such good medicine for him so he would not take for granted the power he has over women here? To live life for a week like I've lived life my whole life? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why does he talk so funny? He's <laughs> always like, uh, <laughs> and why is his shirt? Why can't you talk loud? Talk loud to me. <laughs> why is your button undone? So many buttons undone. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they find uh, it grotesque there. Yes. Okay. It's too much. You're too much. <laughs> you look like an American. We hate Americans right now. Okay, now you're Italian. Oh, I'm Italian. I'm an Italian living in the France. Oh, I also do not find the Bundes attractive. I don't understand why he's come to our country thinking it's so good and looking. Oh. Oh, okay, your prediction. If we were to put a pool together for uh, how successful Bundes will be on this trip, and it's not his, it's not his like motivation for this trip. No, he's got, he's got a wedding. He's got a to wedding go to, there, yeah. But he's is, down there, kind of experiencing it by himself. Yeah, for yeah. like a good week before the wedding. Uh-huh. So, how many encounters do you think he'll have over the course of the ten or so days he's going to be there? So he may have had six in Miami, but I'm telling yeah. you, Bundes is not going to be as much of a hit in France. So I'm going to put him at two, and one of those people are going to be from the wedding. So I'm going to only actually give him one non-wedding person, one just local, one lonely local okay. who had nothing better to do. Yeah. <laughs> There's no man here. I guess I will take this pathetic Canadian. <laughs> Fine, get over here. Make love to me. Exactly. Okay. exactly. I'm going to say he'll do one better than that. I'm going to say three encounters. Two the from the wedding? Trip. Three gong hits. I don't care <laughs> what, where they come from. Okay. Just over the... They could all be from the wedding for all I care. <laughs> but I'm going to say three. Sam, you want to uh, come in here? I'm going to be nice. I'm going to give him credit where it's due. I'm going to give him five. five. One less than Miami. Yeah. Sam. Well, he's going to be there longer. <laughs> Time will tell. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.